0: Today we're talking about self-care. Care.
1: Just making sure that you are fully, fully present.
0: present and learn to love yourself from, from the
1: inside out. out. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty damn good. <laughs> wow. we haven't changed our style, guys. We're still yeah, loud worry. and louder. Um, but if you couldn't, if you couldn't guess it, we're talking about self-care today. Um, I realized through our research that. A big part about self-care is being in the moment and being fully present. And I think that's a big part of what my self-care is without me even working on it. I, I'm i not a big stressor. I feel like... Ooh, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I stress about things for sure, but not like where it's like just stuck in my head and I'm constantly going over and over about Mm. it. I kind of get over things quickly. Mm, Must be nice. So yeah, (laughs) I don't really worry about the future or past, which can be bad too, but...
0: I mean that makes so much sense why, like you said, you don't really stress. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I have ever seen you, like, fully panicked or yeah. full of anxiety, but um, it also makes sense why I am a ball of anxiety because uh-huh. I am so focused on the future. Yeah. It's gotten a lot better through COVID with all the unknowns, Yeah, but uh, my instinct is to always like plan ahead, prepare, or like, over-prepare, and uh, that's just, as we're discovering, not a healthy perspective. Yeah,
1: there needs to be a balance within it. You can mm-hmm. be prepared, just yeah. don't. Obsessed. Freak out and obsess about it. For sure. Mm -hmm. So, let's get to it.
0: All right, we're diving into self-care. This is Loud and Louder with with Holly and Misha. Misha.
1: Self-care is the collection of habits that support and strengthen your mental health and well-being. It's not a one-time thing, guys. It's a way of life. And that stat is from, I guess not stat, research is from the clinical psychologist, Nick Wignall. Nice name. Yeah. Um, So yeah, what did you, before we started looking things up and doing the Googles, what did you think self-care was?
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie. When you first had the idea of doing a self-care episode, in my head, I was like, cheesy, not interested. (laughs) I was like, gushy feelings? No thanks. And then as we started researching, I was like, dang, I'm wrong. I imagined it as like a spoiled woman's lifestyle. Okay. Like going to the spa, buying expensive things on a shopping spree.
1: Okay.
0: Um treating yourself to anything and everything you want for a day. Kind of like that episode from Parks and Rec that is so famous for treat yourself. Treat yourself. Where they just spend a ton of money. Yeah. But now I'm realizing like that's absolutely wrong and you don't have to spend any money.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> for me, I think I think I had maybe a better idea of what self-care was than it being spoiled bitches shopping. <laughs> but I think I pictured it like You know, having a bubble bath, or putting on a face mask, or... I could see that too. Having a staycation, or reading some affirmations. Mm -hmm. And all, I mean, actually, all of what we said can be a part of your Mm self-care, depending on it. But what we really are finding is that it's all about having a routine. And it's not, like I said, it's not a one-time thing. It's something that you continue to do within your life so that you're alleviating stress Mm -hmm. by having this healthy both physical and mental strengths within yourself.
0: Yeah, I think we both thought of it as like special things that you do once in a while, rather than like establishing healthy practices on an ongoing basis. Exactly. So um, something else we found, self-care also helps us sharpen our mental and physical health through better self-esteem, stress management, and overall well-being. So there are a variety of examples here. Like we said, it's about consistent habits and not
1: quick fixes. Which we all know, us Americans and millennials, I mean, people in general. Yeah. You want a quick fix. And we also all know that that's typically not the right way to go about doing things.
0: Yeah. And so I think a great way to think of this is being proactive Uh rather than reactive with your stress. I like that. Yeah. Um, So some examples, genuine relaxation, getting quality sleep spending time with people we love and enjoy, etc.
1: So just me, or like, even when you said genuine relaxation, it like calmed me down. <laughs> I don't even know why. It's just, ah, that it's sounds of, nice.
0: It's kind of funny, because like, in the intro, we were making fun of those voices, but even speaking like that kind yeah, of calmed me down. It's kind
1: of soothing.
0: Like, would that be weird for us to fall asleep to our own voices?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so some other things. A myth is that self-care is narcissistic or selfish, but it isn't. Again, it's not about spoiling yourself. It's about taking care of yourself. There's this great metaphor that a lot of psychologists use. Um, When you're on an airplane and there's an emergency, you have to remember to put your own oxygen mask on before you can help someone else. And so that's another motivation for self-care. Like obviously you have to be in a good place to be able to even help your
1: friends, family, or anyone around you. Totally. I mean, I, I I love that metaphor because I remember being a kid and being on a plane and being like, what the hell? Like, why wouldn't they help the kids first? <laughs> right. You know, because point she's like, damn, so you're just going to let that kid... But you think about it, it's like, yeah, it makes total sense. Like, you need to be prepared before you can help someone else prepare yeah. themselves. you
0: don't want to knock out as you're putting your baby's mask on. Right.
1: Although I guess, though if you were knocking out while putting your baby's mask on, what did your baby knock out while you were putting your own mask on? Listen, we could make
0: them come back. <laughs> make them come back? But they would just pass out. They wouldn't oh, die okay, in okay. seconds. Okay. But I mean, regardless, let's uh, hope yeah, I neither of us have to go through this. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. um, also, self-care isn't just for rich people with too much time on their hands and who want a spa day. You don't need to treat yourself to something luxurious and you don't have to buy anything at all yeah. to feel better. Yeah. Um. They even use an example of like actually using your lunch break to take a break instead of working through it. We
1: usually did that.
0: We were great at taking lunch breaks. <laughs> if anything, I'd be like, oh shoot, I've been clocked out for an hour instead of 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's, I think self-care can seem like it's such an easy task, but you do have to be aware and actually try. Like yeah. I feel like Sometimes people just think like, oh, if I'm just sitting on my couch and scrolling on my phone, that's me time. Which it can be you time. But mm-hmm. to go outside of that and really find things that make you feel better and like give you strength within your daily life. I think that's yeah. really what we got to focus on.
0: Yeah. And also like it's really hard breaking routines you already have. Totally. Anyone who's tried Diets or to eat better knows that. Yeah. You know, breaking the routine you have and establishing a new one yeah. takes a lot of work and a lot of trial and error. But it's worth it. Yeah.
1: It's worth it. That's yeah. Why keep, it's worth it. <laughs> Put
0: down the fifth donut, Holly. It's worth it.
1: <laughs> keep drinking that wine, Misha. It's worth. Oh wait. Wait. What? That's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to dive into some practical principles when it comes to self-care. The first one is take care of your physical health. As we know, mental health depends on your physical health. So we need regular exercise, sleeping well, eating well. I mean, Mm -hmm. just taking care of our temple, as one would say. Yeah. Um, I will say, while I did say that I don't stress about much... One of my bigger stresses is about my body and my weight. Yeah. Um, And it's like such a back and forth because now I'm at the age. I mean, growing up, I've I've done every diet you could possibly think of. I've done every workout you could possibly think of. And as I'm getting older, and especially because I think there's a whole body positivity, fat positivity movement going on where there's more acceptance and you're realizing just how much we are affected by the media and by like social media and just all these beauty standards that are a lot of times very unrealistic Mm -hmm. it's just a weird stress where one day I'm like I love food and you can't tell me nothing and I'm always gonna love food (laughs) right so there's one part where I'm like listen this is me now if I want to have that burger today I'm gonna have that burger today and I shouldn't feel guilty about it because I'm beautiful I know that my boyfriend loves me like my family like what I look like is not should not have this much control over my life Mm -hmm. so there's other days where I'm like what (laughs) why this is why i only wear yoga pants so it's like there's sometimes where i'm trying to be so positive about myself yeah but then the next day i'm feeling like crap about trying to be positive about what i am right now right it's a weird stress that's a weird stress
0: yeah this is the one thing that i've heard you stress about on a regular basis yeah and again it's so hard because like diets don't work because it's more about long-term changes, which is so much harder. And like, that's why everything we've read has been about routine because, you know, it's so not even easy, but it's more possible to change something for X amount of time. But then once that time is up, you just want to go back to what you did. And then like you said, it's such a new era of like fat positivity, like stop body shaming people. And it's hard to find that balance between wanting to get to a different weight for for aesthetic purposes right versus like health. hey i want better endurance when i
1: Have play sex, kickball so.
0: or oh sex yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like like i want to just feel stronger right. or you know yeah. i want to get my cholesterol down you know It's hard to transition that.
1: Yeah, there's there's actually a diet I keep seeing right now that's really not a diet. It's just called intuitive eating. Mm -hmm. And you're just being aware of what you're eating. You're not eliminating things. Like, you don't have cheat days. You know, if you want to have that cookie today, you have that cookie. But maybe have it with some peanut butter so that there's protein with it. But making a balance so that it's especially, I think, good for people who are constantly on diets because... There, people are so used to restrictive eating mm-hmm. that it it gradually just lets you just eat as you would and let your body tell you what you need and what you don't need.
0: But it also makes sense. Like <clears throat> it sounds crazy, but if you're actually thinking about every single thing you eat, it's gonna make you go, a, am I actually hungry? Right. And b, do I really want this? Right. Because especially like in front of the TV, it's so easy to just pop things in your mouth. Yeah. But then you're like, I. I don't even want this. What am I doing? I
1: and then I still keep eating it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I mean, I I also stress out about my body. I think uh, that's one thing that drives me to work out so often and um, do such challenging workouts. I mean, part of it is this constant fear of being lazy. Yeah. But also, ever since I was a kid, I've had a huge fear of being fat. Uh. And... Especially in this era, like, that's not a good thing to admit out loud. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's also, like, have you ever been anything close to overweight?
0: No. Um, no. Yeah. I, I haven't. But it's just, um, holding myself to very strict standards. Yeah. And I think it is mostly for aesthetic purposes, but also, I mean, wasn't planning on going into this, but. My whole life both my parents have struggled with their weight and they've right. been very vocal about it. How they hate their bodies, they hate their struggle with their weight. They've had some health issues. And I've just always said I never want to be that. I never want to get to that point. Like
1: Which is so interesting because I had the opposite where my parents have always been fit <laughs> and in shape and would body shame the hell out of my brother and I. Oh no. She doesn't do it as and honestly I'm surprised my mom does not do that. But before, I mean my dad used to always be like you need to start doing push weight. Now. Oh, man. Like, what's the push-away dad? He's like, push away from the table. I'm like, Oh, my right. God. Even though you're the chef and you're the reason why I eat this <laughs> right. way. Like, sorry, I don't have your metabolism, Dad.
0: I mean, it's – Anyway, sorry. It's <laughs> tough. I, I mean, I do remember in – you know, my parents, again, were divorced. In one household, there was a huge amount of praise given to those of us that were fit and active and thin. And a lot of criticism and abuse towards the one of us that was overweight. And it was really hard to watch that because part of me was like, oh, okay, good job. I'm doing good. And then the other part of me was like, I feel so bad for my sibling who does struggle with their weight because they're being singled out and like put on diet pills and like put on workout regimens at the age of 11, you know. And so I've always been obsessive about weight from a young age. And so people look at me and they're like, oh, that's so good that you have such a good workout regimen. And I'm like, yes, but I'm trying to refocus why. Right. So I try to reframe instead of looking in the mirror and being like, okay, I need to work on this and that. I step away from the mirror and I just go, I feel stronger than ever. Right. I've got great endurance. Um, that's it. Like yeah. that's where I need to end the thought process. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it, it is interesting. and And I think there also is like, People always think, and that's why what we're talking about with self-care is routine, because people always think that you have to do the extreme. Yeah. And so it's like, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, and then all of a sudden one day you don't, and then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, Poof. it's been a week. Because guess what? When was <laughs> the last time I did that uh, 25-day uh, challenge? You tell me. I think Friday, and that was like the fourth or fifth day. <laughs> I haven't gone back. You can pick it up. I can pick it up, and I will pick it up at some point, but... So, that's our first one. Take care of your physical health.
0: One thing I was going to add to that. What? I think the reason that this... I'm playing your therapist for a second.
1: Okay. (laughs) Which
0: isn't a good idea, but here I go. All right. I think one of the reasons um, it's hard for you to get a consistent um, workout regimen is because you are so present. Yeah. And that's almost always great. Yeah. Except that when it comes to changing your strength or your endurance or something physical it takes a long time to notice Yeah the I results. want instant
1: gratification.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So in that case it's like you have to be thinking about the future yeah. and think what I'm doing now will benefit my future but that's so much harder for a person who yeah. lives in the present.
1: Because I definitely will finish a workout. Sometimes I do really think my butt looks better. It,
0: I, it might after like But sometimes a couple I'm days. like
1: what the hell why is my ass in the same spot I did all the <laughs> squats.
0: I like how everything is based around your
1: butt. Well, yeah, my butt is my big... I mean, I got nice legs, you know. We're not going to go all into the beautiful (laughs) body that I have, but I would love to have a plumpier booty. (laughs) All right, next principle. um, Take care of your social health. Interesting. So, find the right social interaction that suits you and your personality. For example, if you're an introvert, not us, you might prefer a quiet coffee date with one friend. Or as an extrovert... Us. us might want a game night with lots of friends, which is yeah, that's definitely something that I would want. But of
0: course, for COVID,
1: yeah, can't do that.
0: Social distance outdoor yeah hangs yeah. If you want to hang out with lots of people,
1: and then also making sure that you're having regular meetups with people who you love and care about, like so- scheduling calendar reminders to even call your long distance friends, or just setting up like even I know you know people get busy, and even before COVID. Sometimes just setting up one day a month with some of your friends is enough to get you through to the next month, you know?
0: And, you know, I resonate a lot with the idea of um, calendar reminders, but some of you might be like, that sounds kind of extreme. But when you think about it, you can get a lot of stress or sadness when you're like, man, I keep meaning to call this person or I keep thinking about them and we haven't talked in forever. But to actually do it makes you feel so much better. Totally.
1: Yeah, I actually just had, like, an hour-long conversation with my Aunt Tony yesterday that was just so Aww. random. And I got off the phone and I was like, oh, that was yeah. so nice. Like, that was nice. Why don't I do that more often?
0: Right. And I think sometimes my barrier is, like, I don't really talk to this person on the phone. Yes. Like, is that going to be awkward or weird? Oh, I know. You call but... me
1: sometimes. You're like, sorry to bother you. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not bothering me. I picked up the phone. Right. <laughs> I mean, but, like... I don't know. I
0: feel like these days are different because, again, with COVID, people are reaching out through Zoom and their phones more house than party. ever. It's not just about text and in-person hangouts. Oh, like, no. You need to fill in the gaps. Yeah,
1: like my girls and I, we do house party every week. And That's so fun. Even in the beginning of COVID, we're like, what? Because we don't see each other that often. One's out of state. Another one's in a different city now. I mean, suburb, that's not that far, so. But, like, we were like, why don't we do this anyways? Like, it's so much fun to, like, catch up and play games. And, yeah. So, yeah. I
0: would never think of social health as even being a phrase, yeah. let alone a part of self-care. But it makes so much sense. It's like, probably my
1: healthiest part of me. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> You're great at that. I mean, it's true, though. The, the more you isolate yourself, the more you can increase your stress and anxiety. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Number three, take time for pleasure mastery activities. This one's really interesting. Hmm. So, behavioral activation is a form of depression treatment. So, doing activities that improve your mood and motivation, like starting something even if you don't feel like doing it, make time for projects and activities you enjoy, um, making sure you don't lose your sense of playfulness and zest for life. Mm-hmm. When you stop learning and challenging yourself on a regular basis, it can lead to a sense of staleness in life, which totally can see that. Yeah. Um, so you got to think, like, what are some activities I enjoy just because they're pleasurable? And also, what are activities that make me feel like I've accomplished something? Yeah. So having things where it's like your easy things to check off the list, but also having things that challenge you Mentally, physically, Mm -hmm. emotionally, because it it gives you more of a drive. It gives you more purpose. You feel like you have more purpose in what you're doing. It made
0: so much sense to me when they said it's good to do pleasurable, easy activities, but also challenging ones. Yeah. Because especially during now when so many people have lost their jobs, I was just talking to someone the other day and he was like, I just need purpose, and yeah. having lost my job and not being able to find a new one is giving me so much stress. Yeah, and it makes sense. A lot of people affiliate their career with their sense of purpose. Yeah, but even just finding, like, any anything hands-on, whether it's like building something physically, mm-hmm. or like. I mean, creating Starting this podcast, podcast right? that is extremely challenging to do it well yeah and to promote Not yourself. Not to toot well. our own horn, but toot, yeah, toot. I swear the more episodes we do, the more my like, bitchy side is coming out. <laughs> Please don't stop loving me, guys. Oh. Uh.
1: You're good. You're just going to be
0: the fun one and I'm going to be the stick-up-my-butt one. Oh my God, the uh. thoughts we have. <laughs> but I, I totally relate to that. Yeah,
1: I think... I think... I probably tend to do more pleasure versus <laughs> mastery activities. Um, but then I, then, I mean, if I really think about it, I mean, for my masters, like, that's not a pleasure thing, that's for sure. Like, that's something that's challenging. Yeah, and that's rewarding. You know, rewarding. Or, like, cooking. Like, I love to cook, and mm-hmm. I I love to, like, create things without even having a recipe and just finding ways to make something taste better. And that, I mean, I guess that's part that's of it, of too. kind of both. Yeah.
0: I mean... It makes sense too why so many people excuse me are doing puzzles. Yeah. Like 1000 piece puzzles. Yeah. That is a challenge.
1: The last time I bought a puzzle <laughs> was when my my dad got sick and so I was like, "All right, we need something in the house for like Monty and me and my mom to do." I bought a puzzle. That was a really good idea cuz you color it in. Which means oh, that's hard. that it was all just black and white pieces. Oh, I would hate that. <laughs> Needless to say, I gave up. They somehow finished it. And oh. then they took it apart without us coloring it. Oh. I'm like, so you might as well just throw this shit in the trash. because I no.
0: I don't find pleasure from puzzles. No. It stresses me out. <clears throat> yeah. But I would say my closest thing to that is I ordered an adult paint by numbers. Oh, those are cool. Painting. I haven't finished it yet because I kind of forgot about it. But I definitely want to because, again, I think that's the perfect balance for me where it's hard to do yeah. but not so hard that it's going to add more stress to the life there's an app
1: for that too oh. where you just like tap for all the colors and it's actually kind of soothing lord knows
0: I don't need to be on my phone though it's pretty
1: soothing um, all right, so our fourth one is practice being gentle with yourself.
0: I need to do that. I know.
1: I feel like I try to remind you about this all. Which is
0: so sweet when you do.
1: <laughs> I
0: love when you like politely call me out. <laughs> it,
1: it. I need
0: it. I need a Misha voice in my head all
1: the time. So be compassionate. Be kind to yourself, like you're kind to your friends like why Mm -hmm. are you going to treat your friends better than you treat your damn self you know we try to scare ourselves into thinking about what will happen if we don't get it together but instead of getting down to yourself give yourself some encouragement because guess what getting it together is completely different for every single person yeah and also like truly do we ever really get it together because even if you get to where you want to be you're probably going to want more than that. Yeah. You're going to want more than you're that. You're always going to want to grow. So saying to like get it together is just kind of like a false sense of accomplishment because if you want to be an evolving person, you're always going to be involving what you want next.
0: I love that. Yeah. We need to make like a calendar of quotes by Misha.
1: <laughs> Treat yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I'll do better than that.
0: Um, I mean, what you just said is perfect. Thanks. I think Um, I... Uh, Again, I'm. I guess I'm just playing therapist this oh, okay. this episode, this time with myself. Okay. Um, a lot of the way I was raised was like really holding yourself to high standards, pushing yourself hard physically and you know emotionally, and so that always resonated with me. With like, yeah, and I I never thought this directly, but it's like if I'm mean to myself,
1: I'll do the thing. You know, oh my it's gosh. like it's like. I don't know how what's, better to
0: explain that.
1: What's funny is that I was raised like that, too. I just... And honestly, my brother and I had a conversation with my mom where, like, he was talking about, like, his goals and he wants to accomplish because he needs to hold up this legacy and all this. And I'm just sitting there like, I just want to be happy. Which is I just, so great. I just, like, I know I want to... I love the feeling of accomplishing things. I love the feeling of be, being successful. But I also feel like... There's more to me than just moving up in a career. Like, I want to just be yeah. a happy person with positivity. I know it sounds cheesy, but, like, work-life balance and be mm-hmm. able to be a strong, independent woman and work for myself, but also be able to be a loving mother when I have kids and yeah. just chill out with them. You know, it's... For me, it's all about balance, and so I think it's funny, but when you see similarities in how people are raised, but then how they dealt with it, mine, yeah. I guess, was pushing it away. Where you use the same tactic on yourself, probably
0: because I'm also such a people pleaser. I'm, so I'm too. Like, yes, I will. Hmm.
1: I I've don't been know. better. I, I definitely, if I get older, I get tougher I don't where I'm not pleasing I've, as much. I'm not sure I've gotten better. Because now I'm just like, F that. Like, at this point, <laughs> if you don't like me, yeah, I mean... Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to think of it. I mean, uh, I,
0: I think it's also harder sometimes to just say, my goal is to be happy and, like, my goal is to be a loving mother and, like, things like you said, yeah, because... Especially in the workplace, people are emphasizing smart goals. It's measurable. It's specific. It's all these things.
1: And it's always bullshit, though. (laughs) Who, who (laughs) Whoever likes to do your work goals, who is always like, oh, I feel so much better after I wrote those smart goals. They stress me out so much. Yeah, like no one likes to do it. You you typically never even go back to look at it. It's all just fluff for you to have something that's measuring your success. But it
0: really doesn't. I will say there are times where I've enjoyed SMART goals, but I mean, like you and I even did an exercise of like planning for our podcast and like what we want to do with marketing. Totally. And I think having actual number goals can definitely be helpful. Yeah. But like you said, you don't want to define yourself by a career title and a salary level. You know, in the end, you kind of just have to say like, am I happy with my day-to-day life? Yeah. And that matters so much yeah. more.
1: And I mean, you can, if you are happy with your day-to-day life and work, then you can define yourself as that. You, yeah. I mean, you can define yourself as a boss, as career-driven woman. But mm-hmm. you just have to continue to make sure, like, am I doing what I do because I feel the pressure to do it? Or mm-hmm. am I doing what I do because this is what I want to do? Right. Okay, lastly, on these principles, number five, make sure you have enough white space in your life. So, we schedule every inch of space to get things done. More so Holly than me, but I definitely do. And so, you (laughs) gotta make sure that you're intentionally leaving free time in your space schedule. I will say that I do not schedule my my, my time like that, but I rarely just sit down without anything Mm -hmm. and just chill. Like, when was the last time you just sat on a couch without a TV, a book? a phone, and just sat for, like, five, ten minutes.
0: I can't because I get anxious with my thoughts. Yeah, I
1: I, <laughs> I, I don't do that. Like, I guess the closest um, thing to do that is, like, going for a hike.
0: Or, like, the end of a workout when you just sit there and, well, now and you're stretching or yeah. something. I mean, I guess that's, I mean, that's what that's meditation fine. is. Yeah. And I would like to try meditation more. Um, the idea of it sounds very... It's just not the way I think or it's hard for me to like quiet my thoughts. Yeah. To just like sit scares me. Yeah. But yeah, that that's super healthy. Yeah. Um,
1: I like that too. Uh, find, I really Make liked, sure you find enough white space in your life. Like, yeah. I like their example
0: too, where it's like, if you find yourself super stressed in the morning while you're getting ready and you yeah. feel like you're rushing, you need to be willing to get rid of an hour of Netflix at night. So that you can get enough sleep to wake up an hour earlier and feel better. Yeah. Which it, it makes sense. It's like That
1: sounds easier than done. For
0: sure. But it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, especially at the start of your day, you don't yeah. you don't want to feel frazzled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
0: Alright, so another interesting thing. Yeah. Moving on from those excellent principles. Um, psychology today emphasized how important it is to say no to others, and yes to your self-care. Yes, girl. So an example is like creating a no list with things you know you don't like to do or no longer want to do. Okay. Um, things that cause you more stress and anxiety. Examples, like I don't want to check my emails at night or I don't want to go to these specific social gatherings because these people stress me out. Right. Or, you know, after, um, like during lunch and dinner, I want to put my phone away. Yeah. And I think that that makes so much sense once I hear it, but I've never thought to actually, like, in my head, make a list of things that cause me stress that I should stop doing.
1: Yeah. I, I guess for me, it's, it sounds so negative to make a list of no's, but. But it's, it's no's to the negative. Yeah. So it's a double
0: negative equals positive, right?
1: Huh. All right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. I'll have to try that.
0: I mean, I definitely struggle with being connected to my phone, especially now that you and I are trying to push marketing on social media so much. I always want to check the numbers and make sure we respond to comments and messages. And yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. And then I find like Aaron just worked a 12 hour day. We haven't seen each other much lately and he's actually like sitting next to me and I'm just on my phone. I'm like, what am I doing? This is not serving me in the moment. And whenever I like lock my phone in my bedroom even just for two or three hours. And wow, just, that's a long time. It is crazy how often <laughs> I like go to check a phone that's not there and then I'm like, whoa, this thing is so in control of me. Yeah. But just putting our phones down for two hours and focusing on each other and like sharing a meal together and watching TV together actively, not like scrolling and then looking up. Yeah. Is so beautiful. Like it yeah. feels so much better for me.
1: I need, we, I, I probably need to do that more. Definitely, I think I'm. I'm. I get myself. I'm more nervous about scrolling when I'm by myself, because hmm. like all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, oh my god, it's been three hours since yeah. Holly left from recording, and I'm just still <laughs> sitting here scrolling through.
0: It's so easy. And now
1: we have TikTok, and I'm really scared. <laughs>
0: It is a deep, dark loop. <laughs> the, their system is good at sucking It in. is.
1: And this is why I didn't download it for so long. So I'm like, I don't need another thing, but...
0: Now it's for work
1: purposes. Now it's for work purposes. We had to. We had, we had to. We had to. And it's we really something. us. My literally started twitching. <laughs> we had to. We had to do a it. A
0: tear falls down your face. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it's just... It's about that balance and learning when to put work aside. Yeah. But with us we make our own work schedule. It's not set in a specific place or at a specific time, so it's a little dangerous. Yeah.
1: Because even when we're not together, we're still messaging each other all day long about what's going on or should we do this? this? Ideas, to-do
0: lists, for sure. Um, You still need to watch that terrifying Netflix documentary about social media. I'm nervous about it. It's really scary. But um, in one... there's like What's it called again? I don't even remember. It's really scary. Okay. It just recently came out. Yeah. So there's like a set of actors that they kind of like pop into different scenes and stuff, which are still very real mm-hmm. situations, but they reenact it with actors. Okay. And one situation is like a mom has everyone put their phones in this lock box and it's set to a timer where like it will not unlock for any reason until yeah. it gets to that time. Yeah. So that they can just like sit down at dinner and enjoy themselves. And their preteen ends up like bashing it open with, a hammer because she can hear all her notifications and it's driving her nuts.
1: I saw a, like, oh my god, I saw a tick tock <laughs> of that box. And this the daughter didn't realize what she was doing when the mom put it in and like kept pressing this button. And then all of a sudden, realized that she like made it for like 23 hours and she started crying, she started crying That's and then scary. laughing and then crying. And then, oh my god, laughing. it's creepy.
0: If my child busted open my lockbox with a hammer. I would then take that hammer and bust her phone. I mean,
1: I remember even <laughs> I remember when I was in Louisiana <laughs> like a month or so ago and I and Whit left for like a fishing trip at like four something in the morning and my phone was in the car and he didn't come back till six and it was so strange. Just from like, four to six AM? No, six PM. Oh. I was yeah. like, shouldn't
0: you be sleeping, Misha?
1: No, oh yeah. I mean I didn't <laughs> I didn't care about that until like eleven AM. But it was so weird with like not only like scrolling, but like how many things where I'm like oh, I wonder, I need to look at, oh, I don't have my phone. Or like, oh, I should check and see if, oh, shit, I don't have my phone. Like, there's so many things it's throughout insane. the day. Like, disconnecting is so key, and I feel like that definitely is part of self-help. That's definitely a self-help routine to mm-hmm. do. I need to find one that I think works for me. <laughs>
0: phones are a perfect example of something positive that can turn negative when you have too much of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's another example of that? Sugar. If oh. I
0: eat too much dessert, feel <laughs> awful. Yeah. But my mouth was happy. I guess
1: food in general for me. My
0: mouth was happy, but the rest of my body was not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the worst when your mouth is happy and the rest of your body is not. But your mouth is so happy that even though your mind's like, I shouldn't have any more. And then all of a sudden you're back. You're like, damn. That's
0: the but whole process. But it's so process. good. I did that last
1: night with dinner. Don't tell Whitney. Because when he came <laughs> home, he was like, have you eaten anything? I was like, oh, I've tried some. And I had like three
0: bowls. Three bowls, and you said they Try were small. Some. They were small okay. bowls. Not really.
1: The last one was not that small, and then I had more. I have a problem, but it's okay because. But would
0: he have even cared?
1: No, I'm just good. I just get embarrassed. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's.
0: But again, I think it's like the struggle of. There's not necessarily like a set amount that's appropriate because each person has a different metabolism based on how much they work out and their age and blah 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 it's about not eating past fullness
1: yeah that's hard
0: which yeah especially if you're eating something you love
1: yeah like if you are at your favorite restaurant and you're like
0: Well you and I always say it's hard for us to leave something on the plate. Oh
1: no. Like I scrape my plate. That's why I need small portions. There's nothing on the plate. The problem with small portions, I was like, well, I had a first small portion. I can go back to second. Same. So it's like, should I just make a big dumbass plate in the beginning and just fill myself up then then or go twice?
0: We also talk about how Aaron and Whitney can leave like two bites. I can't. I can't. I feel like
1: Wit always leaves at least one bite on the plate. And And I'm like
0: for me, it's also the issue of waste, where I'm like, that's not enough to put in a Tupperware. Yeah. But it's also not something Just I want to put in it. the trash.
1: Just eat it. <laughs> that's my bottom now. <laughs> Just eat it. Oh, God. So, another thing that could help with a self-care routine is helping others. Yeah. So when we help others, we actually help ourselves too. I know that's slightly contradictory to what we said about the airplane metaphor, but, but not this really. Is different. Yeah, because this is more like, you know, volunteering. You know, volunteering can affect self-confidence, self-esteem, general well-being. When you're making people help- happy, it's kind of hard not to feel happy about that.
0: I still think this is different than what we said before because it's so much more emotionally taxing to give advice to and help your friends and family versus like a one-time volunteer thing where you set the hours, you can emotionally prepare for it. It's not an on... I mean, it very well can be, but it's still like planned in advance and it's something specific. Yeah. Um, And again, like you're helping people in such a beautiful way yeah
1: i always i need to start volunteering more i actually i think i'm supposed to be going to volunteer on thursday with my friend jenny in the park somewhere i don't know what we're doing <laughs> i think i'm supposed to be gardening gloves <laughs> so i assume i'm gardening something Cute. but i don't know i just feel like it always makes you feel better mm-hmm. one of the last times i volunteered i also won beyonce tickets so i don't know how that hasn't wow me. yeah that was a beautiful day that was a beautiful as day. she gazes
0: into the sky that was a longingly uh, okay i love this one because again i just would never think of it yeah so another form of self care is um, like, physical interaction with other people. An example is cuddling. Yes. You know, just feeling those happy feelings when you're close to someone you care about.
1: Yeah.
0: But all the way to masturbation and sexual activity. Huh. It releases positive endorphins. Endorphins, for sure. Um, and, I mean, I... Yeah. I, well, we're probably going to dive into this whenever we do our masturbation episode in a few months or so, but... There are definitely times where I just feel so anxious. My mind is going a million miles an hour and I just take a shower and feel better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You're letting out
0: like tension and stress.
1: And I love, I mean, I love cuddles so much so Me much too. when he thinks that I'm crazy sometimes like even when we took our <laughs> remember, when, remember when I was shopping for our camping trip last year and I was like y'all I found a two-person sleeping bag all <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cuddles oh yeah but yeah I just love it it just makes you feel better just like especially when you're with someone you still get those little butterflies yeah. and like I always end
0: up like curling my way onto his lap like a cat like <laughs> in between his arms if he has like something in his hands like a phone or a controller <laughs> but it it goes for like even non-sexual touch yeah. like you know cuddling a parent or a friend or just you know people need an animal positive physical touch yeah that was another thing about yeah. how pets can give you a lot of happiness as well and i read a study actually about how a purring cat on your lap like, there's science behind the actual noise huh. and vibrations itself that calm a person down.
1: That's interesting. I
0: totally feel that. I do, Also, too. just having, like, a cute animal curled up sleeping on your lap is, yeah. like, amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can sit for way longer than I can though. I'll be like, yeah. Alright, Bible, time to get up. And I was <laughs> and like, like oh, They're like so baby. cute. How he'd be like, I have to go to the bathroom, but he's so adorable. I was girl, if we don't move his ass I was literally gonna use an example of like, I have to pee so
0: bad, but maybe I'll just pee my pants no. instead.
1: Jesus. I think it's worth
0: it. I don't wanna wake the baby.
1: Take care of yourself before you take care of the baby, Hallie. If you <laughs> piss on yourself, you're going to piss on the baby too. <laughs> or it'll just seep
0: into the couch. Yeah. <laughs> so what worse? <laughs> <sighs> okay. So going back to like personal experiences with stress. Yeah. One thing I've realized during the pandemic, my aha moment. Aha. Uh-huh. I realized that I heavily rely on being around lots of other people to help me cope with stress. For example, we worked in an office full of people. Right. There was always a ton of activity, yeah. um, open concept where the, you know, dividers were low. Like right. everyone could see everyone. And you're working around like 50 people within like just your eyesight mm-hmm. level, whatever that phrase is. Eye shot. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You could see like 50 people. (laughs) Um, and I just realized, like, now that I am home alone more, and then really only hanging out with you on a regular basis because I'm trying to be safe. Yeah, it makes me realize. Oh, so not enough. You are
1: enough. If I were around you 24 seven, that's true.
0: But when I go home and it's just me and the (laughs) cat, it just made me realize. I use busyness and groups of people as a distraction from my own anxiety. Yeah. I don't like thinking and working through my stress. I like being distracted from it. And I literally did not realize that until we were making this outline. And then I was thinking, wow, I also rely on Aaron. Yeah. Like, I depend on him for happiness.
1: Oh, are you... Like... <laughs> are you... Are you... <laughs> But seriously, like, when what was gone last year, yeah. I had no happiness. <laughs> wow. I thought I was just to. Just kidding. But it was so hard. And, yeah. it, and it's like, you know, going back to what I said at the beginning of the show, I'm in a happy place right now, so mm-hmm. I'm not stressing. But I would probably be stressing a lot if I was single. I'd probably be stressing a lot if I was yeah. not in a happy relationship. Like, there are factors to it where that's other reasons why I don't stress as much but yeah what brings me a lot of happiness to the point where sometimes I'm like is this healthy like maybe we need to start yeah we're obsessively in love but is it that bad is it I mean is it it? I
0: twitch coming back I mean imagine in a world imagine you and Whitney were long-distance right now he was in Florida And because of the pandemic, you stayed long distance. Like, imagine being long distance in the pandemic.
1: I'd move to Florida. I don't have a job. What about me? We'd have to move to Florida. What
0: about Aaron? Oh, right. Long distance marriage? (laughs) No, thank you. Although we have talked about it. He's like, you know what? If you book a big role in a movie or a TV show and you're making lots of money and, like, there's lots of money involved... I think we could handle it. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) I mean, once the louder louder movie gets out, it's all it's all over.
0: Or our you know our traveling live shows.
1: Yeah, once everyone takes
0: a vaccine.
1: That's yeah. Oh, there will be rules to that. Yeah. Have you?
0: Wouldn't it be so fun to have a BYOB venue where people bring alcohol and just sip on drinks while we do a live show? There's
1: got to be something like that.
0: I mean, some venues are BYOB, but I think they're the smaller ones, like the more intimate places.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because I've be-
0: definitely done, like, <sighs> shitty, like, basement improv shows where you can bring
1: alcohol and you need to. What are your it's improv friends like, hey, that show wasn't shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think we were all pretty, pretty aware. I mean, I-, I would feel pretty good about our performance, but, like, overall, it wasn't always great. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, and that's actually. I remember at a BYOB improv show, I realized I didn't have a mixer for my vodka,
1: and someone
0: brought boxed red wine. Oh, and
1: I mixed them. What you don't? Why is my eye? It was awful. (laughs) First of all, you don't even like red wine or vodka by itself. So what would put you? There, there was, was no, like, no one else I, had anything. No, because it was
0: like beers and things I didn't like. I was like, red wine is, I guess, the closest thing to grape juice, and I like grape juice. You should have and... just taken a shot and
1: <laughs> called it a day. I'm too weak for that.
0: That's not true. I probably should have. Yeah,
1: you're strong. Thank you. You're strong as
0: Again, Misha's <laughs> voice in my head. I love it.
1: So. What are we going to do? How are we going to improve our self-care life?
0: I want to try to be more present. So yeah. when I stop, when I start obsessing about the future, I want to stop myself, take a deep breath,
1: and let it go. Just picture me be like, Hallie! Yeah. I like, think you're
0: right. I'll just picture you hugging me. I'll, I'll feel the cuddle even when I'm home alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think for me... I, I think I just need to I don't know which ones I need to think about this I don't want it to be like a off the top of my head but think of a couple things that I need to start making a part of a routine I think that that's my I've never been a routine person mm-hmm. I might have routines that I kind of fall into But it's never been, like, a plan to set this and stick with it. And I think that's one of my things I want to start doing.
0: But also, I would recommend just starting with one.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's
0: overwhelming to be like, I need to eat more vegetables and work out more and sleep more. And then you're so stressed and overwhelmed that you don't do anything.
1: I do need to get back to reading, too. I know that I've said that before, but I I haven't, other than for school, I haven't read anything in, like, a couple months. That
0: surprises me because you're a big reader. I know.
1: It's this damn phone.
0: Lock it in a room or a box.
1: Should we we promise to lock it in the room for at least one hour a day for this week? We should. Let's do it. Especially
0: now that we have a TikTok. Our brains are getting fried.
1: Okay, can we just say it because we're like really excited. Yeah, we're so excited. We posted a video yesterday and we're already at 1.1 million views. And like
0: thousands of likes and comments. and, And what's also crazy is... All of our videos are viral. Yeah. A lot of times, I'll see viral videos go to someone's page, and the rest are just like they fell flat. Yeah. But now the pressure's on to like yeah. keep
1: giving good content. But we got it. We got it. We got we it. We got it.
0: But like, we also don't need to check every two seconds. No. Even though, even though, we though our, want to. our
1: fans love and adore us. Apparently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pressure.
1: Oh, that leads to what y'all should do. Yep. <laughs>
0: Follow us on TikTok, y'all, <laughs> um, and Instagram and Facebook. The easy part is, on all of those platforms, we're under Loud and Louder Podcast. Yep. So that's easy. Um, and just thanks for all the love, all the encouragement. Yes. Have a wonderful day and take care of
1: yourself. Take care of yourselves, guys.
0: This is Loud.
1: And Louder. With Holly and Misha. And Misha.